you have your Bibles, you can open up to Luke chapter 6. Luke 6, beginning of verse 31. And as ye would that men should do to you, do ye also to them likewise. For if ye love them which love you, what thank have you? For sinners also love those that love them. And if ye do good to them which do good to you, what thank have ye? For sinners also do even the same. And if ye lend to them of whom ye hope to receive, what thank have ye? For sinners also lend to sinners to receive as much again. But love ye your enemies, and do good, and lend, hoping for nothing again. And your reward shall be great, and ye shall be the children of the highest. For he is kind unto the unthankful and to the evil. Be therefore merciful as your Father also is merciful. Judge not, and ye shall not be judged. Condemn not, and ye shall not be condemned. Forgive, and ye shall be forgiven. Give, and it shall be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down, and shaken together, and running over shall men give into your bosom for with the same measure that ye meet with all it shall be measured to you again you know one of the great designs of god for his people is that they would be kind that they would be kind people they would exude not human kindness but divine kindness the kindness of their father, the kindness of the Most High. Verse 35, But love ye your enemies, and do good, and lend, hoping for nothing again, and your rewards shall be great, and ye shall be children of the highest. For he is kind unto the unthankful and to the evil. You know, it really is an incredible verse, and the words perhaps cut against what is the norm. Well, we read of this incredible kindness of God, and it really is a kindness that is beyond human kindness. There is no kindness like the kindness of God, and it may be hard to understand. It is beyond us. It is so pure. It is so perfect. It is so right. It is so holy. And perhaps we come to the point or the place where we try and find reason for it, but I say tonight that it cannot be measured or understood according to human kindness. We cannot degrade the kindness of God and bring it down to a lower level and match it up with human kindness. So too the love of God, we don't downgrade the love of God and bring it down to the same level as human love. Verse 35 states, He is kind unto the unthankful and to the evil. Now you think of how kind he is to the thankful. You think of how kind he is to the good. How kind he is to those that love him and are called according to his purpose. And yet the Bible is telling us that he is kind to the unthankful and the evil. And not only that he is kind to these, but that he's actually calling us to be kind as well. To be just like our Father. This divine kindness flowing from our lives. 
If we were asked to compose a list of the attributes of a Christian, would kindness to the unthankful and evil make the list? Perhaps even for the Christian, it goes against what is the norm. It is part of the list. God is concerned that his people be kind. You see, the Bible tells us that it is easy to be kind to those that are kind to us, and it is easy to be kind to those that are good to us. We know that that's the truth. Listen to the Passion Translation. It says, are you really showing true love by only loving those who love you back? Even those who don't know God will do that. Are you really showing compassion when you do good deeds only to those who do good deeds to you? Even those who don't know God will do that. If you lend money only to those you know who will repay you, what credit is that to your character? Even those who don't know God do that. But love your enemies and continue to treat them well. When you lend money, don't despair if you are never paid back, for it is not lost. You will receive a rich reward and you will be known as true children of the Most High God, having His same nature. For your Father is famous for His kindness to heal even the thankless and cruel. Show mercy and compassion for others, just as your Heavenly Father overflows with mercy and compassion for all. I mean, think about it tonight. God has shown love to those that will never love him back. God has shown kindness to those that will never show him kindness. God has been good to those that will never repay him. He lends to those that will never repay him. He has compassion on those that will never do a good deed for him or to him. And the Bible is calling us to this same kind of nature. That we would be children of the Most High. Children of the highest. Now, it's hard to comprehend, but this is the insane kindness of God. And no kindness is like the kindness of God. We need the kindness of God burning within us. Verse 35 again, it says, Love ye your enemies and do good and lend, hoping for nothing again. And your rewards shall be great, and ye shall be children of the highest, for he is kind unto the unthankful and to the evil. And what the Bible is really telling us is that this is what his children are like. This is what children of the highest are like. This is part of the great design of God for those that are his. We are to be like our Heavenly Father. I believe we would all agree with that tonight. We are to be like Jesus, and Jesus was the visible image of the invisible God. The Bible calls us to walk as He walked, and talk as He talked, interact as He interacted, to pour out as He poured out, to live our lives, to treat others as Jesus treated others. And tonight we're not bringing the kindness of God down to a human level, but rather we're going to leave it where it is. Again, the Passion Translation says, if you lend money to those you know will repay you, what credit is that to your character? Even those who don't know God do that. But love your enemies and continue to treat them well. When you lend money, don't despair if you've never paid back, for it is not lost. 
You will receive a rich reward, and you will be known as true children of the Most High God, having his same nature, for your Father is famous for his kindness. How many of you agree with that statement tonight? I mean, he is famous for his kindness. There are times when I sat back and go, God, you are so kind. You are way kinder than I am. You see, he's working with every person. He's processing every person. He's working in every life. And his ways are higher than our ways. His ways are perfect. So we don't judge it according to human kindness. His kindness to heal even the thankless and the cruel, show mercy and compassion for others, just as your heavenly Father overflows with mercy and compassion for all. A few points tonight. Number one, credit to our character. We read verse 33 in the New King James Version, and if you do good to those who do good to you, what credit is that to you? For even the sinners do the same. Verse 34, the Passion Translation, if you lend money only to those you know will repay you, what credit is that to your character? Even those who don't know God do that. You see, we're talking about having the character of God and being like God. And this is beyond normal, if you can call it good, human character. I'd ask tonight, what credit is it to our Christian character if we only do good to those that do good to us? If that's the kind of way we operate, we only do good to those that do good to us. So as Christians, as children of the Most High, we would then be labeled as those that only do good to those that do good to us. But God is calling us to a different kind of kindness. What credit is it to our Christian character? I'd like to say tonight that this is not about us getting return. This is about being like the highest, being like our Father. And sometimes we're so caught up with getting return, our just reward for things, and God is just saying, you just be like me. You be like the Father. Jesus is saying, be like me, as I'm like the Father. Life takes on a whole, a whole different tone when we get wrapped up in always getting back. Relationships change. Church changes. I mean, no, that's true. Relation with the body of Christ changes. Peer groups, it changes. It can change even in a family. We're giving, we're giving, we're giving, we're not getting back. And so we just kind of step back and we walk away and we go and we only give to those that give back to us. But God is saying, what credit is that to your Christian character? God is famous for his kindness. What kindness? Being like our Father, if that's not the greatest getting that I don't know what is. So if we are good even to those who do not do good to us, I believe that God credits it to our character. And if we are good even to those who do not do good to us, people credit it to our character. That's what the Word says. And here's one of the greatest witnesses, a Christian witness, that we're not 
just good and kind to those that are good and kind to us. We don't just lend to those that are going to lend to us. We don't just give to those that are going to give to us. Just so compassion to those that will repay us so we get ours. But rather we just give and we be like God. And we let him take care of the reward. I'd rather him have him pay me the reward or show me his reward any day than be one of those that is running around trying to get the reward of man. And I trust that's your heart tonight. Matthew 5, 16, it says, Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. Let them see your good works. So we must match it up with other verses in the Word where we read, If you only do good to those that do good to you, what credit is that to your character? Because even the sinners do that. So God's calling us to a different way of life. This shining is not the same as the sinner's shining in this world. The passion translation, so don't hide your light. Let it shine brightly before others so that the commendable things you do will shine as light upon them. And then they will give their praise to your Father in heaven. And the message, I'm putting you on a light stand. Now that I've put you on a hilltop on a light stand, shine. Keep open house. Be generous with your lives. By opening up to others, you'll prompt people to open up with God, this generous Father in heaven. Now we must be reminded tonight that God is just and that his judgment is righteous. And while life continues until the day he returns, he is working with people, he's working on people. It is his desire that all be saved. Now all the work of the Lord is, is leading to repentance, all that work leading to repentance is in fact kindness. No matter how it comes, no matter what it looks like in our eyes. And I just wanted to add this in because this quote came to my mind. C.S. Lewis said these words, pain is God's megaphone to rouse a deaf world. And so sometimes God uses things in people's lives and they might look at it as not the kindness of God, but really anything that leads us to repentance, can we not agree tonight that that is the kindness of God? That's his mercy and his grace chasing us down. Because imagine if he would just say, okay, the only way to wake you up is pain, but I'm just going to hold back because you'd say that's not kind. So again tonight, we're not bringing the kindness of God down to a human level. And those debates should just end. He's working perfectly in every life. I want to remind us of Romans chapter 2, verses 1 to 4 tonight. It says, therefore you have no excuse, O man, every one of you who judges. For in passing judgment on another, you condemn yourself, because you, the judge, practice the very same things. You know that the judgment of God rightly falls on those who practice such things. Do not suppose, O man, you who judge those who practice such things and yet do them yourselves, that you will escape the judgment of God? Or do you presume on the riches of his kindness and forbearance and patience, not knowing that God's kindness is meant to lead you to repentance? The Passion Translation, do the riches of his extraordinary kindness make you take him for granted and despise him? I pray not. Haven't you experienced how kind and understanding he has been to you? Don't mistake his tolerance for acceptance. Can we agree with that statement tonight? Do you realize that all the wealth of his extravagant kindness is meant to melt your heart? 
and lead you into repentance. The kindness of God is not acceptance. But let us realize that the wealth of his extravagant kindness can melt the coldest heart and lead to repentance. And he is calling us to be kind, living his kindness, that it can be credit to our character. God wants us to be kind just like he is kind. That is the desire of his heart. Number two tonight, don't despair if you are never paid back. We already touched on this. Don't despair if you are never paid back. Just like our father we must not despair if we are never paid back. Luke 6.35, Beloved ye your enemies, and do good, and land hoping for nothing again. And your rewards shall be great, and ye shall be children of the highest. Listen to these words. For he is kind unto the unthankful and to the evil. And this word, hoping, it means nothing despairing, despairing of no one, causing no one to despair. The Lord is calling us to this kind of living where we realize that even if we're not paid back, it's not lost. He is our rewarder. He is the one that brings the reward to us. Don't despair. The Aramaic is literally, do not cut off the hope of man. And so we walk in the kindness of our Father even if we are never paid back. Can we settle that in our hearts tonight? I'm not going to be so preoccupied, Lord, with my getting or getting my just reward. Rather, I'm just going to walk in your kindness and leave it in your hands. And number three is he takes care of our reward. But love ye your enemies and do good and land hoping nothing again. And your rewards shall be great, and ye shall be children of the highest. The Amplified Bible, love your enemies and be kind and do good, doing favors so that someone derives benefit from them and lend, expecting and hoping for nothing in return. And this might go against the norm tonight in our lives. But the Lord is calling us to it. He says, but considering nothing is lost and despairing of no one, and then your recompense, your reward will be great, rich, strong, intense, and abundant, and you will be sons of the Most High. You see, the truth is tonight, for the Christian, the reward comes from the Lord. That's our great concern. It's not reward coming from others. And again, I said it, it, it truly can, and we all know, we can acknowledge it tonight, it starts to mess things up in life when we're always looking for our just reward. Every scenario, every situation, pretty soon we go into church, we feel like we got ripped off. With the brothers and sisters in Christ, and man, we've been pouring out and we're just not getting anything back. Relationships at home. Relationships in the workplace, relationships with our boss. I mean, we can go down the list tonight. If we're always looking for our reward and for our getting, life turns amiss. But instead, we serve. Like the Bible says, you know, when you're at your place of occupation, you've got to realize who the real boss is. 
How many know the eyes of the Lord are on us at all times? So we might think, oh, the boss isn't looking. So I'm just going to take right now because he hasn't been giving back. But the eyes of the Lord are on us at all times. And he's the real boss. We do all our labors unto him. That's what the word says. And so we trust that he will take care of us. Our award comes from the Lord. Ephesians 6, 5 to 8. Bond servants, be obedient to those that are your masters according to the flesh, with fear and trembling and sincerity of heart as to Christ, not with eye service as men pleasers, but as bond servants of Christ, doing the will of God from the heart, with good will doing service as to the Lord and not to men, knowing that whatever good anyone does, he will receive the same from the Lord, whether he is slave or free. And how about Revelation 22, 12? It says, and behold, I'm coming quickly, and my reward is with me to give to everyone according to his work. You see, not only does he take care of our reward, he is our reward. His reward, he rewards so beautifully. So let's not get so caught up with our just reward. Let the Lord take care of us. There is no reward like his reward. Nobody can pay you back like God can pay you back. My, is he kind. Number four tonight, there is no greater gain than being known as true children of the Most High God, having his same nature. Verse 35 in the King James Version, and ye shall be the children of the highest. Passion translation, you will be known as true children of the Most High God, having his same nature. The voice then you'll receive the truly great reward. I love that. You'll be children of the Most High. Isn't that the great reward? It's not even that we walked around and we're not doing these good works, so we're men pleasers, and so we get the eyes of man, and it's like, okay, I'm going to lend this money to this person, and everybody's going to know. I think Jesus talked about some people in the Bible that did that. I think he talked about people that, you know, fasted and let everybody know. So we're not looking for the eyes of man. This is about the eyes of the Lord on our life. And so we work as unto him. The message, wow, how, how plain can you get it? Our Father is kind. You be kind. The greatest gain, the truly great reward, is being known as true children of God, having his same nature, and this should be our great desire. Like my Father, so am I. Let's have the worship team return tonight. Credit to our character. Don't despair. If you are never paid back, he takes care of our reward, and there is no greater gain than being known as his children and having his nature. And he's calling us to be just like him, to be kind like him, to be kind. Show people kindness. 
even when we might not feel like showing people kindness. Because we don't know how the Lord is working in their life. The Lord is so faithful. This holy kindness, it's kindness that is beyond this world. It's kindness that cuts against the norm. I want to say again tonight, it's not acceptance, but kindness. Extravagant kindness that melts hearts and leads to repentance. The Bible says that the goodness of the Lord leads to repentance. Let's stand tonight. Just take a moment and just ask the Lord to help you in this area. No matter who you are tonight, I think every one of us could ask the Lord to help us in this area. To be kind like He is kind. Not that we're tolerating or accepting. I mean, people know the line, they know the standard in our lives. But that we're kind. We're clothed in kindness. Think of how kind the Lord has been to us. How kind He has been to us even in our times of failing. How kind He's been to us even when we've had questions or when we've wandered or maybe not been up to the standard that we should have been or not running as hard as we should have been or as passionate as we, as we should have been. And yet God is so kind to us. And I pray tonight that we would all realize that no matter how the Lord is at work in our lives, or at work in others' lives, all the kindness is leading to repentance, to melt hearts, and have people turn, come back to the Father, and live holy and righteous lives sold out, to the glory of God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord.